Letter forty five of Pamela, Volume two. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Pamela, Volume two by Samuel Richardson. Letter forty five. My dear father and mother, I write to you both at this time for your advice in a particular dispute, which is the only one I have had, or I hope ever shall have, with my dear benefactor, and as he is pleased to insist upon his way, and it is a point of conscience with me, I must resolve to be determined by your joint advice, for if my father and mother and husband are of one opinion, I must, I think, yield up my own this is the subject i think a mother ought if she can to be the nurse to her own children mr b says he will not permit it it is the first will not i have heard from him or given occasion for and i tell him that it is a point of conscience with me and i hope he will indulge me but the dear gentleman has an odd way of arguing that sometimes puzzles me he pretends to answer me from scripture but I have some doubts of his exposition, and he gives me leave to write to you, though yet he won't promise to be determined by your opinions if they are not the same with his own. And I say to him, Is this fair, my dearest Mr. B., is it? He has got the dean's opinion with him, for our debate began before we came to town, and then he would not let me state the case, but did it himself, and yet tis but an half-opinion as I may, neither." for it is that if the husband is set upon it it is a wife's duty to obey but i can't see how that is for if it be the natural duty of a mother it is a divine duty and how can a husband have power to discharge a divine duty as great as a wife's obligation is to obey her husband which is i own one indispensable of the marriage contract it ought not to interfere with what one takes to be a superior duty and must not one be one's own judge of actions by which we must stand or fall i'll tell you my plea i say that where a mother is unhealthy subject to communicative distempers as scrofulous or scorbutic or consumptive disorders which have infected the blood or lungs or where they have not plenty of nourishment for the child, that in these cases a dispensation lies, of course. But where there is good health, free spirits, and plentiful nourishment, I think it an indispensable duty. For this was the custom of old, of all the good wives we read of in Scripture. Then the nourishment of the mother must be most natural to the child." these were my pleas among others and this is his answer which he gave to me in writing as to what you allege my dear of old customs times and fashions are much changed if you tell me of sarah's or rachel's or rebecca's or leah's nursing their children i can answer that the one drew water at a well for her father's flocks another kneaded cakes and baked them on the hearth another dressed savoury meat for her husband, and all of them performed the common offices of the household. And when our modern lady shall follow such examples in everything, their plea ought to be allowed in this. 
besides my fondness for your personal graces and the laudable and i will say honest pleasure i take in that easy genteel form which everybody admires in you at first sight oblige me to declare that i can by no means consent to sacrifice these to the carelessness into which i have seen very nice ladies sink when they became nurses moreover my chief delight in you is for the beauties of your mind and unequalled as they are in my opinion you have still a genius capable of great improvement and i shan't care when i want to hear my pamela read her french and latin lessons which i take so much delight to teach her and to endeavour to improve myself from her virtue and piety at the same time to seek my beloved in the nursery or to permit her to be engrossed by those baby offices which will better befit weaker minds no my dear you must allow me to look upon you as my scholar in one sense and my companion in another and as my instructress in a third you know i am not governed by the worst motives i am half overcome by your virtue and you must take care that you leave not your work half done but i cannot help looking upon the nurse's office as an office beneath pamela let it have your inspection your direction and your sole attention if you please when i am abroad but when i am at home even a son and heir so jealous am i of your affections shall not be my rival in them nor will i have my rest broken in upon by your servants bringing to you your dear little one at times perhaps as unsuitable to my repose and your own as to the child's necessities the chief thing with you my dear is that you think it unnatural in a mother not to be a nurse to her own child if she can and what is unnatural you say is sin some men may be fond of having their wives undertake this province and good reasons may be assigned for such their fondness but it suits not me at all and yet no man would be thought to have a greater affection for children than myself or be more desirous to do them justice for i think every one should look forward to posterity with a preference but if my pamela can be better employed if the office can be equally well performed if your direction and superintendence will be sufficient and if i cannot look upon you in that way with equal delight as if it was otherwise i insist upon it my pamela that you acquiesce with my dispensation and don't think to let me lose my beloved wife and have a nurse put upon me instead of her as to that the nearest to me of all of dangers to your constitution there is as much reason to hope it may not be so as to fear that it may for children sometimes bring health with them as well as infirmity and it is not a little likely that the nurse's office may affect the health of one i hold most dear who has no very robust constitution and thinks it so much her duty to attend to it that she will abridge herself of half the pleasures of life and on that account confine herself within doors or in the other case must take with her her infant and her nursery-maid wherever she goes and i shall either have very fine company shall i not or be obliged to deny myself yours 
then as i propose to give you a smattering of the french and italian i know not but i may take you on a little tour into france and italy at least to bath tunbridge oxford york and the principal places of england wherefore as i love to look upon you as the companion of my pleasures i advise you my dearest love not to weaken or to speak in a phrase proper to the present subject wean me from that love to you and admiration of you which hitherto has been rather increasing than otherwise as your merit and regard for me have increased these my dear parents are charming allurements almost irresistible temptations and what makes me mistrust myself the more and be the more diffident for we are but too apt to be persuaded into anything when the motives are so tempting as the last i take it for granted that many wives will not choose to dispute this point so earnestly as i have done for we have had several little debates about it and it is the only point i have ever yet debated with him but one would not be altogether implicit neither it is no compliment to him to be quite passive and to have no will at all of one's own yet would i not dispute one point but in supposition of a superior obligation and this he says he can dispense with but alas my dear mr b was never yet thought so entirely fit to fill up the character of a casuistical divine as that one may absolutely rely upon his decisions in these serious points and you know we must stand or fall by our own judgments upon condition therefore that he requires not to see this my letter nor your answer to it i write for your advice but this i see plainly that he will have his own way and if i cannot get over my scruples what shall i do for if i think it a sin to submit to the dispensation he insists upon as in his power to grant and to submit to it what will become of my peace of mind for it is not in our power to believe as one will as to the liberty he gives me for a month i should be loath to take it for one knows not the inconveniences that may attend a change of nourishment or if i did i should rather but i know not what i would say for i am but a young creature to be in this way and so very unequal to it in every respect so i commit myself to god's direction and your advice as becomes your ever dutiful daughter p b End of letter 45.